You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 549, One Port Wonder. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. everyone and welcome to my mac podcast 548 yes we are back we are back from our hiatus and our little trip down to i think it was i think she lives in southern california yes um, yes down to our trip and our podcast from the southern the the southwest is it yes the southwest of the states that's where we were last week podcasting over at uh, podfeet.com yeah, and the, the amazing part is Allison didn't even know we were going to use all of her equipment. No, no, yeah. she didn't. And it, she let didn't. me tell you, it was a real pain in the neck breaking into her house, too. My yeah, God. I, without the alarm going off. Yeah. <laughs> well, we left most of the equipment there. Most but, of yeah. it. Well, yeah, and the door open. Yeah, yeah, but we did get a few of the good things. Yes. The, the good stuff. <laughs> so if you're missing anything, Al, uh, just ask us. We've got it. Yeah, and soon because you know pawn shop prices. Well, it's quite on eBay. Tempting. <laughs> it's, it's on eBay already. You can have anyway. you can have it back for a reasonable price. <laughs> you just go on eBay and buy it back. Yeah. Uh, anyway, guy, how are you? What have you been doing this this uh, this macking week? It's actually been a, a kind of a busy week. Um, I, I wasn't feeling well on Wednesday, so I didn't go into work. And I've told you before not to feel well. Well, yeah, but you know, she doesn't. She doesn't like it. <laughs> I, was, I was about to make a comment along those lines, <laughs> but well is so pretty. Uh, so I I got together with Carl and we banged out two more uh, chapters of the Maltese Cube, and uh, then I also did uh, the Mac and Forth podcast last week, which was which was a lot of fun. I heard that. Yeah, and you're too you're too timing me. Well, not on purpose. No, Just you, accidentally. Ac- yeah, accidentally through timing you. <laughs> How did it get in there? Anyway. <laughs> uh, the other thing I finally. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. <laughs> you really don't want to go down that. That's, no, I do not. That is a no, dark, not. dark path that we shall not go down. <laughs> well, get, move on then. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so uh, I finished. The, uh, the the files and, and rereading and, and re-editing and everything else for the, the hard the hard cover, soft cover book for the Maltese Cube. It's a real book, said Pinocchio. And it's currently on Amazon. So uh, if for whatever crazy reason you were holding off on buying the Maltese Cube because you like a real book, well, by golly and by gosh – yeah, well, as real as that story's going to get. So it's now it's now available uh on Amazon and and you can actually buy uh turn the pages type of type of book for it. So, oh, and, and Carl and I have I just saw this in the show notes, should have said this. Carl and I only have four more chapters left to go through before uh we're going to start looking for voice talent for the uh the audio version of the Maltese cube and uh, anyone who's uh, remotely interested, please, please let me know in all the usual and various ways. And uh, cause I think there's uh, 12 different parts. Some of them are very, very short, um, but you know, they're all legitimate voice parts that, that I need to fill for, uh, for the book. So, well, well I'm only five foot eight. Well, that's awful. That's short enough. I think, <laughs> <laughs> well, do, do you have uh, do you have a preference for what part you want you want to go for? What about five foot height? Oh, well, that's that can be any of them because it's audio. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mind. Anyway, I'm slowly getting to a point where I can move my iPhoto library back to the SSD. Time's what I need. Need man, time is what I need just to sort it out. I'm getting there slowly but surely. 
and uh, I will get there eventually. And then uh, I think it will speed up my iPhoto library, uh, which I certainly need doing because today I had to get some pictures from my camera pretty damn quick onto iPhoto, get them edited and then moved into the cloud so that my daughter, when she came back from flying over the house, could see the pictures I'd taken of her. Flying over the house. Yes. The, uh, she's, she's back from uni from South Wales for, for the weekend. And uh, a friend of hers who, who was also home didn't know that they were both back. He, he saw that, you know, through all Facebook and all the other links right. that they've got when they come back that she was at home. And uh, he works for the RAF. And he said, Sarah, do you want to come and fly? And she went, uh, does the Pope wear a silly hat? (laughs) What kind of plane was it? It it was a very small plane. It was like a two-seater, one of these open things where it's got the wing, the, the... um, the wing across the top, and you can actually you can actually adjust it so it's less a plane, more one of these killing machines. I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was on the, one of these open cockpit things. Anyway, I took some pictures, got them onto the Apple TV, and when she came back, she you know saw the pictures I'd taken. Yeah, was the, so was there like a beagle flying the plane? I mean, are we talking <laughs> about a Snoopy kind of thing? Yes, pretty much. Yes. <laughs> Curse you, Red Baron. A bit like that. Okay, so, good. So uh, yeah, but I need to I need to crack on with that. Um, not only it's not just moving the, the iPhoto library because obviously that's a relatively easy process. Sure, it's making sure everything's cleaned up and then everything's backed up, and then I can move stuff across. So that's why it's taking a little longer. Well, so, what's what's going to happen when ten point ten point three comes out with photos? Are you going to have to go through this process all over again? Well, that's why I'm trying to do it now, so it goes onto the main drive. You see, so there there is method in the madness. Okay, well, as, as long as madness is involved, that that's the important. Ah, oh, I've always got madness going, <laughs> especially on Sundays. Absolutely. Um, something I want to mention real, real quick before we we move on to other stuff. Um, now, some of you may know Barry Falk. Some of you, <laughs> many of you, probably don't. Uh, he is a, a good friend of the show and a long, long time, uh, I guess, bouncer. He's a good, he's, he's he's a a good, good guy. He's a good guy. He's also a good friend of the um, the very first Mac uh, podcast that I uh, I got involved with, which was the For Mac Eyes Only podcast with Mike Potter. Yeah. He's a good friend of Mike, and uh, uh, that's where I kind of was introduced to Barry. But he's a, he's a, a Macworld podcast. Uh, expert as well and he's a big mac user uh, he, he gets people into places which probably most people would love to be and and can't find out how the hell that he gets people into those places but barry's well, he, a good guy he's, he's really, really big nice that guy. helps too that helps too yes yeah. so, and he he was as you was uh, about to allure to uh he was one of the bouncers over at uh over at um yeah Allison's. the no yeah, the uh party that she yeah. used to have like the last three or four years of, of yes. the Mac world expo. Well, he, along with so many of us are like, just so sad that the Mac world expo is, well, they say it's on hiatus. He says with quotes and fingers in the air, but I think we can, we can pretty much assume that uh, the Mac world expo is no more. And, he has done something about it. He is he, this summer. He's going to have the world's very first. Uh, what's he calling it? Midwest Mac barbecue. And this is going to be held at his home uh, near Chicago. And if you, if you live near the Chicago area, uh, you should probably go over and hit this website. It's Midwest Mac BBQ. Dot com and we'll have we'll have a link to it in the show notes but there's going to be quite a few of uh the the typical Macworld Expo regulars there myself included and uh he is he, I mean he's just going all out here he's he's arranged for uh, a block of hotels at a local you know a block of rooms at a local hotel he is putting the whole barbecue thing together he's having it at his house and there may actually be a reunion for the Mac All-Stars band. And if for people that don't know what the Mac All-Stars band is, this is a lot of the various uh, uh, writers and bloggers and journalists and all the rest of those. 
that are also musicians and would get together uh, every single Macworld Expo and basically just cover a lot of different songs. And, you know, we're talking uh, like Dave Hamilton was the drummer. He's he, of course, is with uh, the Mac Geek Gab. You had Paul Kent, who is the who was the you know the GM for the Macworld Expo for IDG. Oh God, Chris Breen, uh, just so many, so many names that that you know and love from the Mac Press would just go up there and just sing their hearts out and and play their instruments, and it was just so much fun. And we're, we're kind of hoping that enough of them are going to show up to where we can have like a little mini. Um, Mac All Stars concert, which would just be fabulous, and the the actual event, I believe, is going to be on June twentieth. But if you if you are in the Midwest and you're able to go, go check out Midwest Mac BBQ M I D W E S T M A C BBQ dot com and sign up for it. And I'm going. I'm going to be there, and it's it's just going to be so much fun. It's going to be a blast. And check it out. If, if if you're in the area, please, please figure out a way to be there. And right. Let's, let's, go, let's go over to my Mac. Okay. Uh, recent articles. First one up is Otterbox Resurgence Power Case for iPhone 6. This is a review by Wuss Wolkovich. I, um, I don't have one for him. Oh, no. Nor do I. Apple's iPhone 6 is a diff. Definite, definite, definite. Yeah, definite, Uh, definite. Let let me start that again. Apple's iPhone 6 is a definite improvement over the iPhone 5, especially when it comes to battery life. Yet, no matter how great something may be, there are always those times that seem to pop up and make one wish for a product that just has a bit more staying power. So go over and read what's Wolkovich's review on the Otterbox Resurgent Power Case. Uh, next up is TechFan 201 on a shelf. Tim and David look at the uh, the new MacBook. David is more enamored with it than Tim is, which leads to a nice conversation. Tim gets a great compliment from one of his favorite authors and does not let it go to his head at all. Not at all. And in the product spotlight, the PowerGistics 8 shelf desktop tower is featured. Now, that's funny because I'm just going to do something in the notes, which I wouldn't normally do, but I'm doing it because I know <laughs> that actually I, I've already listened to it. So okay, well, I'll, I'll, do, I'll it. do this next one then. You do the next one. <laughs> okay, Universal USB, I know where you're going, 3.0 4K laptop docking station with 4K display port. This is a review by Heave Stemmen. Portable computers are very popular, sometimes more popular than their desktop equivalents. The counterpart of using a portable computer is that you are limited (laughs) in the number of ports and extensibility. Thanks to USB 3.0 and Star Star Trek, Star Trek, Spock, Star Trek Universal (laughs) USB 3.0 4K (sighs) laptop docking station with 4K display port. Wow. You can eliminate some of those limitations. Okay, tech fan number 202. Yay. No host show, no solo. I like it. Okay, this week, re- this week, regular host Tim and Owen, no shows. But rather than do a solo show, David pulls in a less traditional guest to give us his perspective on being a tech fan. Now, I've listened to this. And I think you should too. <laughs> yep. Have you, I, Guy? Yes, I have. And I have to yeah. say, there's a, just a little bit of nepotism going on there. Personally, I think they ought to, you know, get rid of all of the adult content <laughs> and the adult uh, um, hosts and just have um, the person who was the guest on this week every week. <laughs> Actually, and, you know, all kidding aside, very, very, very good. I articulate. like it. I, li- I see what you did there. Oh, ah, actually, I didn't realize it until I just said it. <laughs> until I told you. Yeah, because that's that's how I roll. Um, if you would like to write for the MyMac.com podcast, please get a hold of John Nemo, and he can be gotten a hold of uh, by sending him an email to Nemo at MyMac.com. Let's get you writing for the mighty, mighty. You know what the name of the website is there, guys? 
Yeah, it's my Mac. That's right. The mymac.com .com. website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, G+. Yeah, yeah. The G-Men um, gonna get social. Okay, yeah. Mr. Madden, Carl of the Madden. What? And your scythe. Your scythe? Your scythe. <laughs> I can't speak tonight. You said Damn your scythe. guy. Ready? Ready? Yeah. I've just slapped myself in the face. That's wait, wait, hold Carl on. This, this might help. Thank you. Carl Madden and Guy keep plugging away at the Maltese Cube, Popeye. audio script, and Guy posts a screenshot of the upcoming Dead Trees version. Uh, Julie Kuehl is looking for support Kuehl. for her WordPress training, and we will have a link to her GoFundMe page, which is at uh, GoFundMe.com. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Still at 48 liquors, apparently. Uh, apparently. Uh, over in Twitter. Um, Twitterland. Twitterland. Mike McPeak says that he felt a great disturbance in the forest. Ah, oh, no, wait. It's Guy and Gas on Podfeet's <laughs> podcast. Yeah, that was a great disturbance. <laughs> yeah, especially afterwards. But and apparently you, you had a debate with several people over the new MacBook. Many think that its one port design will soon move over to Apple's other laptops. Mm, perhaps we might have a discussion about that in the next section. Yeah, yeah. Well, it certainly makes more sense than talking about grape lollipops like I had written in the show notes. I mean, Yeah, very true. Yeah. And uh, Kevin, Kevin Clark uh, over at Alt Games says, Mac and forth, great show this week. Uh, Mac Parrot needs a regular place on the panel. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I think Carl wants to keep actually keep that show going. So I don't know if that's such a great idea. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just come over and listen to our show. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> okay. Um, right. Apparently, you've been informed about a few typos in the Maltese queue. <laughs> More than a few. <laughs> More than a few. And, you know, one of these shows, uh, when there's, like, absolutely nothing else to talk about, uh, I will go... Well, like every week, but yeah. we, make something, we make something out of nothing. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I'll go over the, the painstaking process of creating, you know, self-publishing a book. Uh, well, unless, of course, I, I managed to do that, because I, 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 I haven't heard from Allison. Um, of course, you know, she's like... In, she's, she's away. <laughs> So uh, I don't know if she's going to have me on to do it there, but if she doesn't, then uh, we'll do it here. Because it's, it's actually, I think, you know, of course, I and think are two words that don't go together like Reese's peanut butter cups, that uh, it's, it's a fascinating process. So we'll see. But it was Gary Apter was the one who has sent me several screenshots of uh, mistakes. And I actually uploaded a, a, a new version of the book to Apple's eye bookstore. So anyone who has bought it over there, all nine of you uh, should be getting an update for it pretty soon. Excellent. And I think that's it. I think that's it. Do you want me to take us out young man? Oh, take us out. Okay. Everybody, you should know what's coming next. And if you don't, that means you're a new listener. So let me tell you what happens next. What we do is stand by to stand by Well, in fact, we don't, you do, because we'll be right back. Did that make sense, Guy? Oh, yeah, like mud. This is Private Eye, Mac and Tosh, and I'm here to tell you about a book written about me and my search for the Maltese Cube. Yes, it's a fine book. I think you should get it. Quiet, you. It combines technology, Mac trivia, action, murder, suspense. Oh, just tell them where to get it. I'll get to that. Romance, film noir detective fiction. I can't stand it anymore. It's called the Maltese Cube, and it was written by my Mac writer and podcast. Podcaster Guy Searle. Find it on Amazon. It's only $2.99 and coming soon to the Apple's iBook store. Don't forget, it's the Maltese Cube and so inexpensive. You know you're not in it, right? I mean, the next one, right? Sure thing, Louie. You know, this could be the start of a beautiful friendship. Get the Maltese Cube on Amazon and soon in the iBook store.
This is Dave Hamilton from the Mac Geek Cab, and I never listen to Guy and Gaz, uh, the G-Men on the My Mac Podcast. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Sometimes we, I mean, literally, we have to force ourselves to, to, go, to start recording the show again because we're just doing some crazy crap. That you know, this could be renamed the Crazy Crap Podcast. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't think Tim would go for that. <laughs> Crazycrap.com. He wouldn't he wouldn't disagree with it, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like look, there's a long history here. Just stick with the program. Yeah. Guy. Move on. Move on. All right. Speaking of moving on. Stop oh, thinking. Stop thinking. Yeah, because I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Yeah, got to use that twice this, twice to this, uh, twice this show. Um, the thing we wanted to talk about this week is the, is what seems to be kind of a bone of contention amongst many um, long time and probably short time Apple users as well, and that's the uh, the, the new MacBook, which only has mm-hmm. a single port. Now we kind of talked about this a little bit. Uh, if you listened to uh, the Nocillacast last week, and if you didn't, why didn't you? You know, I mean, it was us. Yeah. So, and so and we, we, we gave you a space there to answer, so I hope you you had an answer. Yeah, you can call and, our Skype and if number. You didn't, <laughs> and if you didn't, think about your answer and call in. Yeah, 703-436-9501. That's our Skype number. Call it. Anyway, so... Uh, before we actually started recording that section, um, you said you wanted to save kind of your thoughts on it for for our show this week. Yeah, and I, I ended up giving a bit more of <laughs> my thought process than perhaps I intended. But I've got to say, I think that this new MacBook has got various fingers in different pies from Apple. It's now obviously lighter, thinner than the current MacBook Air. So yes. people jumping up and down going, well, I don't think the MacBook Air is no good having a MacBook Air because they've now got another MacBook when he's small. Well, yes, they have. Wait, wait, is that actually how they say it? Yes, oh. I've heard loads of people say that. Okay. Just in that manner. <laughs> and well, <laughs> They're not just going to stop the MacBook Air. Now, yes, they're in a situation where it does make the MacBook Air, as it stands at the moment, look a little bit silly. However, it doesn't make the 11-inch MacBook Air look silly because that is obviously still smaller. Okay, so why did they bring this particular model out? I think, as I said at the start, there's lots of fingers in different pies here. And for me, the biggest one is research and development, man. Research and development. Now, why do I say that? Because you have it here in the show notes? Yes. (laughs) One, the first thing was the keyboard. So they're testing out this new fandangled keyboard, which I've heard, you know, quite a lot of people saying, ooh, it's horrible. Yeah, here we go again. Same old downers. When have they even had the chance to use it yet? Well, those people that have used it have said it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not, I don't like it. However, I think it, from what I saw and from the uh, amount of effort they've put into it, I think that it's probably a very good keyboard and there might be some things which people have got to get used to. And this is probably also aimed at the next the next set of users for um, for MacBooks. Now, it's it's back to almost that desirability MacBook as well. Um, even though the, if, if you look at the old white MacBook now and some of the MacBooks before, you look at it now and it will make you smile and it will make you slightly laugh. But they were still de- desirable machines and people wanted them. And I think that's the same with this. And it is aimed at those people who really don't need all the connectivity and all the you know whistles and bangs and pops that you get with the higher-end MacBooks. So research and development. They've thrown in the trackpad, 
which I think they're also putting in the MacBook Pro, but I think they're using this as a bit of a research and development and lower end. Now, well, well, didn't, and, they, didn't they also put that new keyboard in the, uh, I think it's the 13-inch MacBook Pro? Um, or have I, I got that wrong? Put, I thought it was just the trackpad. So while I'm spouting out all my rubbish, you go over and have a look, Guy, and come back. But I think from memory that it's just the new trackpad that is in the MacBook Pro. But you go take a look while I'm okay. carrying on. So research and development for me is is also a little bit heavy on the research because I think they're slightly pushing the boundaries, you know, because the cost of this is high-end for an introductory MacBook. Now, I I can see this product coming down in price in a few years. I can see it taking over from where the MacBook Air is at the moment. What I'm struggling with are certainly the bone of contention, which is the biggest bone of contention on this particular device, which is the port. But again, I think what Apple are doing are just pushing the limits. And they're saying, this is going to be our introductory product. It's going to have one port. We we don't know yet whether the MacBook Air is still something that people are really going to go for. And if the two ports on the MacBook Air and the Thunderbolt port on the MacBook Air still brings along its buyers, then we've got to have a slightly different research and we've still got to have some slightly different development in the next range. Personally, I think Apple would like to have just two in the MacBook range, and that's this one and the Pro. I don't think they really want the Air in the range, but they're probably going to leave it in at the moment just to see how much take-up there is because of the um, the options with the ports. Now, have you found... Yes. The- yeah, it's you're, you're right. It was just the trackpad. Okay, so so I think that this is still a little bit of, of research. Uh, they're using the actual product, I think, for research and development with the retina screen. Well, we know that retina screens already exist, but I think they're, they're pushing this at the bottom end. They're pushing the trackpad. They're tr- pushing the keyboard. I think there is no end of development inside, certainly with the layered or the tiered battery. Um, they're, they're pushing that and seeing just how thin they can get it to make sure that it also fills as much of the inner casing as they possibly can. The motherboard is probably a bit of an experiment. The port is less of an experiment in, um, uh, in ports, but more of a, an experiment in pushing the, um, the limits of saying, do people really care how many ports these have at this end? And I also mentioned, I think, that People who go out and buy a gold iWatch and probably also have a gold phone will probably want to match yeah. it up with this as well, to be perfectly honest with you. This this will sell in bucket loads, and it's got that, oh, I want one effect on it as well. Well, I don't know about the gold one. That I have absolutely zero interest in well, a can gold I, MacBook. Do you, can, can I just say, Guy, at any point have I said that I don't want any one of those particular items. And what, I'm, what I am hearing an awful lot of, and I'm not having to go at you here, but I hear an awful lot of Mac users at the moment say, oh, I wouldn't buy it because. And they give out a reason. That's fine. Don't buy it. It's not aimed at you. Well, what, I, we've got to, what, what we've got to remember is Apple is pushing their envelope and they're getting a much bigger envelope of users from the iPhone, which I think is still um, a gateway drug. For people into the rest of the product range. Oh, I, I agree with that 100%. Um, when I was talking about the MacBook, I happen to like the MacBook. I, I think that yep. it's it's a very, very nice product. And the fact that it only has that one single port doesn't really bother me at all. Um, I was just commenting on the on that I wouldn't want a gold one. Um, I think the Space Gray one is just a fantastic looking machine. The... You know, what a lot of people forget is the use case for laptops like this. And actually, you know, if you think about it, the use case for laptops like the MacBook Air, people that buy the MacBook Air and people that'll, that will probably buy the MacBook, they're not, for the most part, they're not doing podcasts. They're not recording podcasts. They're not, they're not editing video they're not doing, you know, 27 layer with masks and filters Photoshop work. It's a portable machine 
that they can use to slog through office documents, get their mail, check their um, you know their stuff online, look at their various social media sites. You know, I mean, just the stuff that uh, most people on the planet use a laptop for. I mean, th- yeah. this this thought that you've got to have a, a three point seven gigahertz quad i seven. No, I think we're with away 16 from that. Sixteen gigs I think of RAM. Yeah, but and I think we're away from that. And the people that will buy this won't care about all of that. It, you know, it's it's only no, the I, diehards. I, well, I'm talking about the people that that are complaining about it. Well, I don't. I, you know, do you know what? Apple really doesn't care about those people because it is not aimed at them, and they can carry on and complain all they like, and go out and buy. You know, the the MacBook that they think is is for them. What and. That's kind of what I was going back at. You know, I hear a lot of people moaning about, you know, the, the really expensive watch as well. Yeah. <laughs> You're complaining. Why? Yeah. Why are you complaining? So then don't buy it's, one. It's, you know, there's a Rolls Royce down the road. Am I complaining that someone can go out and buy a Rolls Royce? No. Am I complaining that someone can buy a three million pound house down the road? Um, you know, there is always products that, you know, and, and, and items which you can't afford. And don't use that as an excuse to um, to complain about it. Now, well, if I do complain to, about Bentleys. <laughs> if someone wants to complain <laughs> about the, the fact that Apple are coming out and perhaps pushing the envelope a little bit more and, they're, you know, they're, they've got other financial and ethical reasons why they're doing it, then fine. But too many people are just saying, oh, it's, you know, it's 1,200 pounds. It's not as powerful. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's not aimed at you. Yeah. So buy buy a different product. The, de- the design of this product, I think, is the next iteration. The, the MacBook Air, if the MacBook Air first first two, because the, if you remember the very first one, oh, yeah. that was around $2,000 as well, wasn't it? Yeah, that it was, was very really expensive. expensive. And that's come, you know, the MacBook Air has come down and down in price. It's absolutely superb now. And the design of this, have you looked at the webpage for this? Have for, you for the new for the MacBook? Ma- yeah, yeah. Have you scrolled on the – I mean, even the design of the page that this is on is just supreme, Guy. Because what you do is you, if you're on the page and you slowly scroll down, the, the MacBook takes a, a slight oh, angle. Oh, wow. To, and it is just beautiful the way that the, the thing opens. And if you scroll slowly, it's just fantastic. And that, that's the whole that ethos. That is a nice – that's a nice little effect they got going. It's in. perfect. It's just, it, it's just absolutely superb. And I think that's the whole point about this. It's all about the design, about getting it thin, about getting a product which can be out there. And I know that you didn't like this when I mentioned this on, on Alison's show, but I really do think it's almost the 12-inch iPod, uh, iPad Pro. Um, now, the research and back to the research and development bit. I've got a feeling that that touchpad is going to be making its way over to the iPhone because it's got kind of. Well, I'm not sure what they call it. It's reactive, isn't it? It, it kind of gives you haptic. Is it not haptic, haptic feedback? Haptic feedback. That's it. And I think that is going to move over uh, onto the phone and the iPads as well eventually. And, and that's why I'm thinking that this is. There's lots of things which they're trialing out in here. Not only the price, not only the look. Uh, there's lots of things which is going on behind this particular piece of equipment. I believe. Well, I you know I don't know if if this would be, you know the the problem with saying that it's it's like instead of an iPad Pro, you know because because Apple is still making the majority of their money from iOS, which tells me that even if they aren't selling iPads in the numbers that, you know, they were kind of hoping for, it's still going to outsell a machine like this. It's still going to outsell. Uh, but you're missing, you're missing my point, which I obviously didn't make clear enough. I think this is Apple's, this is your iPad Pro. We're not going to do a bigger iPad. One, because possibly because of the reasons you just mentioned, the fact that they're not selling in the sorts of quantities that they thought they would. And perhaps their thought process could well be, look, you really want something which is kind of pushing into the limits of going on to having a PC. So let's do this. Let's try this. For me, it's still them 
that's why I say this machine is touching lots of areas. And I think they're using it to see whether people say, okay, fine, not going to get a 12-inch um, iPad. Or maybe not to get an iPad at all. You know, I might go for this MacBook. Yeah. And I'm just wondering whether that's the thought of, you know, another, yet another one of the po- thought processes that they've put into this. So, you know, I think there's lots of touch areas that they're, they're, they're putting out there for this particular machine. You know, I, I hadn't really thought about that. And if you think about all of the hooks that they have between iOS and OS X, mm. does it really matter whether you have an iOS device or an OS X device that's light Where is and portable? Ev- Where is everything going? Well, the o- the only advantage that you would have with a larger iPad over a machine like this is a bigger bag. No, 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 not even really that. Um, the, the thing that iOS has over any Mac portable is the ability built in for connectivity anywhere. You can, you can put a, a, a SIM or, or have one configured so that you can connect it to a cellular network and it doesn't matter whether you're within Wi-Fi range or near a Starbucks or, or what have you, you can almost always get online with an iOS device. And with that in mind, what if the next generation iPhone becomes kind of a, a wireless hub? Cause absolutely. And, absolutely. At, and at that point, do you even really need iPads anymore? If you can connect up to a data network for a MacBook well, or a MacBook I, I, Air yeah. or a MacBook Pro through your phone, then you then, then you're just looking at a screen. Yeah. You just need a you just need a screen to, to be able to link up to. Yeah. Or a hotspot to link up to. Well, no, because you're using your phone. Right, but it, it, you're just using it as, as a hotspot to a data network. So whatever it is that you're pulling down is going to be dependent on the operating system that you're using and the yes, applications but, I mean, that you're yeah, using. Yeah, but the, the problem with what you've just said is you're just talking about a phone. And I think the, the, the thing with this and with the iPad is the larger screen. And that's why I said you just basically have – excuse me, you just have a screen. And if you can get that screen to connect to your phone, then you're there. Oh, okay. You're absolutely, okay. You're absolutely so we're, there. So We're basically so saying I, the same thing, but in the, different yeah, ways. Yeah, in different languages. Yeah, well, I'm speaking... Which is what we're good at. Yeah, well, at the end of the show, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, I guess that's kind and, of our thoughts. Well, also, the, um, the obviously, the single port, um, that's got a lot of people riled. Oh, yeah. uh, the one thing I think we will see a distinct area of difference, and I've got a feeling that the lower end USB Cs, higher end USB Cs, and Thunderbolt. Yeah. I don't think they're going to get rid of Thunderbolt just yet, especially for their the Pro machines. Because oh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I know it hasn't taken off, but a lot of people do use Thunderbolt, and I've got a feeling those those ports are going to stay on their higher end machines for a little while longer. Yeah, but I don't think we're going to ever see them in a MacBook. And they may, if they still keep the MacBook Air line, no, uh, does does the MacBook Air have a, a Thunder? Yeah. yeah, that has a Thunderbolt yeah. port. Uh, yeah. It could be that the next generation MacBook Air won't have. Thunderbolt. Well, that's why that's why I think this is a bit of an area of research for them as well. I think that they're, they're, they're touching so many pieces of pie with this to find out what happens, and uh, I, it, I think it's a bit of a coup for them. To be honest with you, I think they've 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 from their perspective they've nailed it. They've not nailed the device. I know lots of people are still moaning. You know, there's people that are saying if it had, had two USB Cs, um, then they wouldn't have worried about it. Well, then actually Apple wouldn't have worried they wouldn't have liked that because then nobody would have been talking about this machine just look at the the free publicity apple is so good at making free yeah. publicity <laughs> and this they they hit this one out the park as far as publicity Absolutely. goes certainly they have everybody yep. talking about it case yep. in point this uh podcast absolutely yeah but we are a mac podcast so yeah and it, it's, it's us so yeah <laughs> You have to kind of take that into consideration. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not at all worried 
about it only having a single port. Okay. Um, no, no. Because no, we, we, can, and we talked I, about this on, on Allison's show, but really – Including, and it, including, can I just say it doesn't have one port? It does have for everybody who's now screaming at the machines because I've been doing it to lots of other podcasts. Yes, we know it has two ports. The other port being the headphone port. Okay, that's out there. Okay, fine. Yeah, move on. Yeah, but everything that you could possibly connect to can also be done wirelessly. You can connect up to uh, to a WAN. You can connect up. To even you hardly even really need the headphone port because there's Bluetooth headsets. Uh, yeah, there, that's right. There's Wi-Fi hard drives. There is you know everything that this machine could hook up to, with the exception of power, can be done wirelessly. So I am I was even from the very first time that I saw it and heard that it only had the one port, it that part of it didn't bother me at all. Good, good, because it didn't bother me either. Yeah, and for all those people that it bothered, <laughs> and can I see say, now? I gotta wipe my mic off. Damn it! Uh, Apple, uh, and can I just say the one good thing about this is that Apple, are, you know, they're still not easing up on developments of Macs. Yeah, and I, I think that's great. I think that's, that's absolutely really great. really important. So you know, they're yeah. they're, they're trying. You know, part part of what almost killed them before was being a one trick pony with the Mac, and so I, I think that uh, continued development. You know, and I have gone on and on and on in the past about Apple's stop stopping making Macs and allowing others to do it for them under different names and all the rest of that. This particular machine right here kind of shows me that I was full of, you know, that that stuff that you don't want anymore. So. Mm. I'm not going to talk about Mac clones any anymore, <laughs> unless it actually happens. At which point I'll no, sit there and say, no, no, "I told you so." I told you so. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So you want um, me to get us out of here? So I think we should. Yes, you get us out of here because I did in the first round, and any new listeners will now know and fully expect what's coming next. That's right, and because listen, you did it listen, earlier. Listen to me, new listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. Stand by, to stand by, he said, not entirely like, but not dissimilar to Humphrey Bogart, and we'll be right back, you see. Hey, guy, there's a new podcast out. Great! What's it about? Let's talk Apple. Well, yeah, we will, we will. But uh, what's the podcast called? Let's talk Apple. Okay, if you want to, uh, Rainier, Silken, Gold Rush, Pippin. What are you on about? I'm talking Apple, huh? That's what you wanted, wasn't it? Us talking about apples? Well, there we go again, tangentially as usual, moving off topic. Did you know Bart Bouchotts has a new podcast out? Yep. Let's talk Apple. Oh, jeez. For people with no taste in podcasts, the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to My Mac Podcast. Now, how the Section. hell am I supposed to find the exact spot where we started this segment? How am I supposed to do that? Oh, that's why I did it. I love it. Welcome to the third section of my Mac Podcast 548. Do you know, actually, we're only two away from 550. Yeah. Sounds like sounds like, sounds like a competition. <laughs> actually, what we should do is go through and choose those, um, uh, those um, uh, bumpers from the last lot and just do something. We'll just do it. 550. There you go. We're going to do it, folks. Yeah. Getting yeah. all excited. I can see. Yeah. I, in fact, I can see you're getting all excited because you're all nodding your heads. Oh, nicely done. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. Nicely done. Okay, so I know. Well, <laughs> I'm a professional, you know. Ah. Just not a just not at podcasting. Um, <laughs> three quick, three quick keyboard shortcuts here. I occasionally do this, and I'm doing it today. Command and Option and Escape makes you see all the running apps and force quit them if you necessarily need to do that. Yeah, what do course. they call that in Windows? That's um, Task Manager, isn't it? 
Something like that, yes. Yeah. I'm not calling it task manager. So command, option, and escape, all three together. You can see you're running apps, and you can force quit one if you need to. Command and F, that basically jumps the cursor to the find uh, text field when you're in Finder. So command and F, and it jumps you to the uh, uh, the find text field, which I found really quite useful occasionally. Oh, nice. Um, and what, yeah, it's good, isn't it, that one? And what I actually use a lot, when I, especially when I'm pasting stuff, in for um, uh, the first section when we go through the MyMac articles, which is, and I think I've mentioned this before, I'm going to mention it again, though, Option and Shift and Command and V. So once you've copied something, if you go Option, Shift, and it sounds like it's really complicated because you've got lots, you know, four buttons to press, but they're all relatively close together. So it's nice and easy. Command, Shift, Command, sorry, Option, Shift, and Command and V, and it pastes the text with the formatting that you've got into the document that you've, you're actually pasting into. Yeah, the, the really cool thing is when you use that command and then you hit the letter B on your neighbor's keyboard, <laughs> it does absolutely nothing. Just yeah, thought v, I'd bring that up. B. Yeah, yeah, don't hit B, hit V. <laughs> B and V can be very similar, but not in this case. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Nodding my head. <laughs> ah. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Yeah, though your neighbor may have some questions as that just how you got your arm that long to reach all the way yes. over to his house. Very true. Very yeah. true. And thank you again, Nick Hall. Nick Hall. And sorry you're not being paid for that, but tough. <laughs> but, but you won't do that again, will you? <laughs> Have you got an app pick this week? I do have an app, and I do have an app pick this week, and it's something I just picked up. Um, I am a fan of BeLight software. Uh, I've got quite a few of their their separate apps, and I know uh, a couple of OSs ago, I had like their entire collection, and I can't remember what they called it. But it was all of their various apps. They put it into a single folder, and then that folder would be in <clears throat> in your in your finder, and then you had to look for it and blah 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 blah. Well, they've they've done something different, but kept it the same. Mm. And it's called Printworks, also from Beelight Software. It takes a lot of the things that all of those different apps did and mashes them together. It's $39.99 at the Mac App Store. Uh, it's basically it's a great all-in-one solution for most people's printing and layout needs. Now, it certainly isn't going to replace uh, InDesign or Photoshop for professionals, but it's, it's great for the occasional task of, of printing labels, brochures, and newsletters, CD or DVD labels. It, it's just fantastic. I just used it yesterday to print out mailing labels for the five copies of uh, the Maltese cube that I, I had physical copies that I had bought and that I'm sending to all of my brothers and sisters. And just, it's just a great little program. I like it. Excellent. I, uh, I actually like that company. I think they do some good, uh, good uh, Mac apps to be honest. Yeah, they do. What do you got? We, we like them. Um, okay. Even now, if they don't sponsor do you, the show. Even <laughs> They should. Do you ever – will you let me finish? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, do you ever take a video on your iOS device and go, Dah! when you realize that you've got your phone in the vertical rather than the horizontal? Sure. Because taking a vertical video often is very silly because you have big – wide black lines and people right. much prefer to see a horizontal 16 by 9 type video okay and instead of There's a 9 app. by 16 yeah absolutely <laughs> there is an app called horizon okay uh it does cost one pound 49 there is a free version which shows you what it does um which you can obviously download and then the app makes it a premium and then basically they take the watermark off um but basically, it, it makes sure that you're always taking your video in the horizontal so you can move your phone round. Because although you like to take videos in the horizontal, sometimes just grabbing your phone and having it vertical is the easier method. Now, you do lose a little bit of resolution when you're in the vertical. 
but it keeps the horizontal 16 by 9 type order orientation. So when you watch your video back, you'll see it in the full screen. So Horizon, £1.49, that's probably... Mm, probably one ninety nine in the US store. I don't know what it yeah, costs in the US yeah. store. One ninety nine um, for the premium version. Yeah, and uh, go over, take a look, and uh, yeah, good little app, good little app to use for your videos. If you get annoyed when you realise that you should have been taking your video in a different uh, um, plane. That's what it was. Plane. No, not format. Plane. Ah, so like your format. daughter flying over the house. Yeah, very good. Ah, I, knew you'd get I, I brought it. I brought it all the way around. <laughs> we have a people's pick this week uh, from from good friend Eric Diaz. Yes, yes, and it's launcher, which has notif- has a notification center widget. And I hope I'm going to say this right. It almost sounds dirty. This name, Cromulent Labs. You know, it's kind of like, hey, how you doing today, Bob? Oh, I'm feeling so cromulent. <laughs> you know, I had this pizza last night. It cromulated the heck out of me. Anyway, uh, he says, I don't know why I was going there. He says that uh, he's glad <laughs> to see, <laughs> see that Apple came to their senses and allowed this uh, app back in uh, on the store, at least for now. It turns a notification center widget into an app and an action action launcher, which is really convenient. Free and there is a he says there's a pro version for three ninety nine. Grab it before someone over at Apple realizes their mistake. Stand by for action! 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 Um. Yes. Yeah. I, so I'm just taking you. a look at it. So yeah, it's it launcher. It's it's apparently it's got a relaunch special. So whether you know they've been told that they can keep it in there or not, it's got a the pro version is currently twenty percent off. So get in there, get it quick if you. Uh, uh, if you'd like this sort of app. Now, Guy. Yeah. Um, have we had any iTunes reviews? No, at least not okay, that I no. know of. Now, if somebody did do an iTunes review, why would it be a good idea for them to contact you? Well, because I'm going to give, I'm, you know, they give us feedback. I give back feed to them. Excellent. Or, now, of course, by feed, I mean, of course, a Woody. Yeah, but, a, a Wooty. That's yeah. their feed. Right. Yeah, I, I sometimes like- call a Wooty feed. Not, <laughs> I don't do that. That would be stupid. What's the email address they would best contact <laughs> you on if they were to do such a thing? The, the best way to contact me for your feed, or as I sometimes call it, a Wooty, is <laughs> guy at mymac.com. That's G U Y at mymac.com. And you can also reach me. Uh, On the Twitters, and uh, you can reach me on the Twitters by looking up and sending a message to Mac Pettit. Wow, that's a far away parrot. Guess, how can they get a hold of you? Um, Do you know, we try and change this up every week, don't we, on how to contact us. We (laughs) do. It's still the same addresses, folks. Yep. Uh, Gaz at mymac.com or uh, Gazmaz on Twitter, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Also, Guy and Gaz on Twitter, G-U-Y-A-D-G-A-Z. That hits both of us. And also, feedback at mymac.com. That's feedback at mymac.com. Now, I heard that it's actually feedback. I'm no, sorry. That, no, that's a like no. a that's that's like a no. Mac geek gap thing. I'm not going to no. steal their bit. No, <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> We've got enough of our own little connotations. That's true. Stuff, that's there. true. Yeah. Right. Skype number. Area code. Smiley face. Seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. You need to put a plus one in front of that number if you live outside of the United States. States. Of America. 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 <laughs> uh, so anyway, I think we're we're near the hand we're we're near the end here. And thank you all so very very yes. much for downloading this show. We are really really appreciative. Um, it, the the fact that you have taken the time to do so to listen and to send us back. Feed. If you've got this, if you've got this far, we, we good just, on you. We, uh, we're astounded. We are. We really really are. It is. It 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 is a continuing source of confusion and believe me when, when you're looking at the two of us we don't need any other reason to be confused and, and you know guess far you know steve jobs would say awesome that's right he would say that he he wouldn't listen to the podcast but he would say that 
He would, and if he'd listened to the podcast, he'd say, Isn't that fantastic? <laughs> and he would know that, guess we're good enough, smart enough. <laughs> oh, damn! <laughs> and, and doggone it, people like us. <laughs> I know you See, Vostay, <laughs> Pensa, QS Estrone, Q no Podia, Exter, Un Milor, Del Zoo, <laughs> Della Participatio, <laughs> Della Gmen, Vostay, No Esta, Sol, Sol, Open Bracket <laughs> Catalan, Comma, So Meow. Like you just don't care, exclamation <laughs> bracket. Sometimes I don't know what is wrong with me. What is wrong with me? Uh, the last thing I wanted to say, if you listened to last week's show. And the last thing we say is end now and oh, you're carrying on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I can't say end, can I? Because you've got something to say, apparently. Oh, I was just going to say that if you think it is weird... <laughs> That there could exist a best of show. Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, I'm such a nitwit. Okay. <laughs> you nitwit Brit. Yeah, you know what to say now. And Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like Four Pigs the Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club. Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. Oh, uh, my wife has fallen in love with Captain Scarlet. She? <laughs> yeah, we are up to, I don't have iTunes running at the moment. Or do I? No, I've I don't. Got, I've got through a, a few, but some are obviously better than others. Uh, I think we are up to. God, it was it, the last one we watched was one where he he goes undercover because the uh, <laughs> the, the Euro, apparently the European Spectre like intellig, intelligence boss is also a French fashion designer. <laughs> I started watching that. And it was like, yeah, sure he is. Funny how all those designs looked like they came right out of the sixties. Yeah, you like the way that they use repeated bits in Captain Scarlet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Almost yeah, I mean, every well, you've got you've got that like minute and a half lead in where you're going up the alley and stuff. Yeah, yeah. which frankly. Bores me to tears. I want to fast forward through that every single time. <laughs> and then they do a little bit of setup. And yeah. then and then you have the 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 Mysterons coming in, you know, and they introduce and the entire and tell, cast. And tell, tell it, yeah, telling you what they're gonna do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good <laughs> good move there, Mysterons. <laughs> and it's always no. the same Colonel White. Yes. Yeah. Captain yeah. Blue. Uh, Misty. Yes. And you know whatever the other angels' names are, and I swear to God, those angels when when and and the other thing they also reuse when whenever they're like, okay, tell angels two and three to take off immediately, and then yeah. they cut yeah, and, they, and then and, and they take about an hour, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then they they cut to the two of them in the elevator that that yeah. goes up to the planes, <laughs> and it's the same kind of thing because if you look closely, I don't know you know what her name is, but the the uh, the angel that's on the left like raises her hand a little bit just as the doors are closing, <laughs> and it's like okay, well this is this huge emergency, and you've already told Angel One to take off, and Angel you know two and three are who's always know, sitting in a plane waiting, yeah, but uh, but Angels two and three diddling with their hair. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to doing the makeup. <laughs> yeah, need to make sure my makeup is good before I get Hang into on, a plane that's capable of Mach two point five. I'm glad that your wife likes it. Do you hear, Earthman? Us Mysterons eat barbecue. Oh, son of a damn! Damn! Damn!
damn diddly damn. Damn and blast, that is. Well, thank God I did it now. <laughs> before the telephone is ringing. Okay. Yeah, That's it, it? You went into a wine bar? Okay, keep it down. It's actually, this is all Alex's fault. All this extra. And it was funny because he was on uh, the Mac and Forth show on Wednesday. Yeah. And um, uh, now you did listen to it. Did you hear us yep. do, do the thing at the end? I No, I didn't hear the end bit. I don't know why because I, I heard you talk about that and I thought, why didn't I hear that? So I've got to pull that in and listen to How far was it from the end? It's right at the end. We ah, that's, yeah. Right after he does, he, like, he does I've his got closing a, I've music. Got a fi- I've got a feeling that I was listening to the podcast and then something stopped me and I put it on pause or something and then I may have thought um, – and then normally what I'll do is just finish off all of my podcast and it may be that I thought I'd listened to it and then deleted it. So I'll have to re-pull that and last, uh, listen to the last five minutes or so, whatever it was. Well, because you know he did his his closing music, and after he got done with his closing music, kind of like what we do here with the after show, he put it on there. Ah, then now he normally doesn't do that, so that yeah. may be why I stopped it and didn't didn't listen on. Okay, so right, but it, was, uh, it was it was the second chapter. It was the second chapter of the book, and, and oh, it wasn't Alex. Uh, what was the name of the guy that was that was doing the secretary's voice? It was so funny because he kept slipping. Well, I don't know. I've heard it. Well, he he would slip, and instead of doing because he was kind of keeping his voice really kind of high pitched, so he sounded like was that like a guy trying to do a girl's voice? Was that Rob McCorriston? Could have been, could have been. And but I mean, we were just there were parts of it when like my line was coming up, and I was laughing so hard that it was almost impossible to get through it. But it was fun. We had a really good time with it. I'll have a listen. Yep. Oh, oh, this is funny. Oh, oh. I, I just, I just thought of this. Um, my wife and I were watching Cap, uh, Captain Scarlet, mm-hmm. and at one point she she goes, she stops it, and she looks at me, and she was like, "What the hell does SIG mean?" <laughs> and I was like, "SIG." I was like, "Ha ha, ha ha! I've got this one." And I said, "That means spectrum is green." And she stopped and she gave me this look like. You have got to be kidding me. Spectrum is green. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, no, 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 that, that's what it means. And she was like, well, what if, what if things aren't good? And so, well, then they say spectrum is red. <laughs> and she was like, well, why don't they just say like Roger or okay or no? I said, because it's, it's SIG. It's yeah. It's program of- <laughs> <laughs> Well, I thought oh, that was dear. because you and I had we, talked about that. Yeah, we used to call ourselves FAB. What does that mean? Um, well, it, it's in Thunderbirds, I think, or one of those. But we used to refer it to as Far Cotton Area Breakers because that was our our breaker call. <laughs> <laughs> so wouldn't that be just far? No. F A R. No, no, F A B. Guy, guy, you're asking the same questions your wife did. About what? <laughs> oh god all right stand by for action oh there he goes come on captain you got him oh no well he got back up uh-oh oh he didn't get him and that's when colonel white looks over and says We've got here <laughs> failure to communicate. <laughs> oh, and then Lieutenant Green. There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. <laughs> this is the voice of the Mr. Ons. We know that you can hear us, Earthman. Anyway, we know you can hear us because this is the same thing we say every week, every show. (laughs) All right, let's get started on this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Spectrum is (laughs) definitely green. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or yellow. Mm-mm. With chunks. 
I'll go and see the doctor. <laughs> and I'll go up to the doctor, and then I'll say... I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Yeah. You'll say, well, look at what's coming out of your nose. Exactly. It's not a surprise. Yeah. yeah, brains are leaking out. Oh, that's just not right. <laughs> oh, there he goes. But I, I just can't dang diggly do dang do damn diddly darn do it. Squirrel. <laughs> now here's something we hope you'll really like. <laughs> you cannot escape your destiny. Yeah. She, Humphrey Bogart, <laughs> you're no chance. Happy birthday, you maggot. No, what was that in Home Alone? What was it the guy says just before he shoots him? Oh, uh, I can't remember. Oh, see, now I have to look that up. Hold on. Look it up. Go on. Dum -de -dum -de -dum. Home -de -dum. Alone. Hang on a minute. Let Gangster. me just. What? I'm going to play some Muzak while you're doing Angels with Filthy Souls was supposed to be the movie. Oh, you found it? Yeah. Take one with it. And I'm just looking for the for the quote. All right, I'll start Too bad AC ain't in charge no, no more. What? Oh, here it is. Here it is. I got it. I got it. Keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> the change, you filthy animal. Yeah, and then he kills him. Why did I start to read that? <laughs> I, for, for some reason, I saw that and I was thinking, oh, I, I put this in the wrong place. There, there must be... Like something I was going to say about this. And then as I started to read it and you said something, it was like, oh, you idiot. That's what the, the whole stupid foreign language thing was for. Oh, God. Oh, you. you uh, just, oh, better I, and better and better. <laughs> My name is Simon Parnell. The DC dimwit. And I'll just stop it right there. The DC dimwit. <laughs> Guys, you are absolutely right. Oh, dear. Oh. <sighs> <sighs> oh. Clever. Not so much. <sighs> right now, everyone who listens to the show is thinking, if he was standing at the top of a staircase... <laughs> Squirrel. Sir, if you'll not be needing me, I'll close down for a while. 